Welcome back to conversation about finding God with us in the midst of life because um, life just feels different. Happy Sunday, happy Sabbath, and uh, wow, Sunday feels different for a whole lot of us. Uh, for me, it feels different, right? I'll just start with how I'm doing on this Sunday, and and uh, maybe we can get into your heart in just a couple of seconds, but Sundays feel real different for me. I have been a priest for 19 years now, and almost every one of those 19 years, every Sunday therein, I have woken up long before my alarm was because I, I can't wait to be with people. I can't wait to preach. I love to preach. I can't wait for the end of Mass. One of my favorite parts of Mass is at the end when people are walking out and I'm, I'm hugging people and kissing people and high-fiving people and and uh, looking at families and everything like that. That's, that's my favorite part of the week. And that's not today. That's not Sunday uh, for me right now. And, and Sunday just feels different for me. And... Uh, if it, if it feels different for you today, uh, I think our conversation about where we are right now, how to find God in the midst of it, and what the seasons can teach us can maybe give us hope as we find ourselves on this Sunday. Now, there's a lot going on in our lives, right? And, and I said to you that if you just gave me a couple of days to kind of lay some things out, we would have something to hold on to. And I think we're kind of there today. But let me bring you back to where we were yesterday and, and the day before. We've been talking about seasons and how the seasons of the natural world, Mother Nature's world, right, they, they have a rhythm to it. And if we just learn from, right, so winter leads to spring and spring leads to summer and summer leads to fall. And we know that that, that rhythm is there. And I said to you a couple of days ago and yesterday that, that the seasons in life, they have four things that we can learn, right? Number one, they have a beginning and an end. And that just gives us hope, right? We're never going to be where we are forever, right? They have something that, that it feels like, right? There's a very particular feel and personality to every uh, one of the seasons, right? Winter feels a certain way. The third thing is that every season has something to teach us. We're going to talk about that today. And every season has something to accomplish. And that's where we're going to go tomorrow, Monday. What, what, what is life trying to teach us right now, right? If we can just think about where we are in a different way, then it gives us the hope and the freedom that we need to, to kind of get uh, where we are. Let me give you a personal example today. I remember a very particular season in my life where I, I was struggling a lot, uh, I was overwhelmed with everything that I felt like was on my plate. Uh, I felt inadequate with um, what was being asked of me. And, and I was just doing the best that I possibly could. And I was going through a season of overwhelm and struggle. I, I hated where I was. I just wanted to get out of it. And then I, I read a few things uh, from the tradition of the church that reminded me of um, that in those seasons, God's trying to teach us something. And so all of a sudden, everything shifted in me. Instead of hating where I was, it didn't make it any easier. Now, I had something else to hold on to. I was like, okay, well, if God's trying to teach me something, then, then maybe I can stay where I am and just learn what God's trying to teach me. And I wonder if for a lot of us, life, God, is trying to teach us something right now. If we can just hold on to the lesson then maybe we can find the hope that I think a lot of us are looking for. Now, let me just say right off the bat, God did not make the coronavirus. God did not make this pandemic. God did not make all this happen. But it doesn't stop God from entering into it and trying to teach us about our lives right now. 
Let me give you another example. Let's go back to uh, to Dan and Diane, uh, the fictitious people that I had introduced you to a couple days ago. Dan and Diane, what might God be trying to teach the two of them at this stage of life? We'll start with Dan. Dan feels a lot of pressure right now, right? He feels a lot of anxiety financially and in life in general, and he can't fix this. God might be trying to teach Dan that he's not alone. I think a lot of guys feel that. A lot of guys feel like they, they, they have the weight of the world on earth's shoulders, and it's their responsibility to provide, and it's their responsibility to make things right, right? Well, one of the things that Dan might be learning right now, God's trying to teach Dan that this is a partnership, that God's involved in Dan's life. He's in this with him. And one of the things that he might be trying to help Diane with as she feels like she she's overwhelmed and she's uh, saturated with it all and she just wants the house to be better, that God might be trying to teach Diane about patience, right? So th- just some practical things right there in, in their life. But in Diane and Dan's world, th- there's a lot more that God's trying to teach them. God might be trying to teach the two of them how to communicate to each other. I can't imagine how many married couples are discovering right now the need to have conversation. But my heart goes out to any of our married couples who are are beginning to learn that they don't know how to do that or they don't always have the words for that. Hang in there. I promise you, you're going to make it through this. But, But imagine that God might be trying to teach you how to have a more substantial and a more uh, honest uh, a relationship with each other right now. God might be trying to teach Diane and Diane about their priorities in life. You know, nothing gets your attention more than crisis. And sometimes when a crisis hits us, like the one that we're in right now, we're forced to ask questions about life and about um, what's most important. And God might be trying to teach a lot of us about our priorities right now, about what's really important. You know, (laughs) when everything else is kind of taken away, um, you realize that, wow, there's there's stuff underneath um, a lot of that. And when everything is kind of taken away from us, like our freedom and our choices and our options, uh, we're we're kind of face-to-face with each other, real people. And maybe that's what God's trying to teach a lot of us right now. It's also Sunday, and maybe God's trying to teach a lot of us about what the Sabbath is really about. Maybe in the midst of the season, God's trying to teach us about rest and about what real rest is and the difference between recreation versus recreation, right? We can get wrapped up in doing a lot of things, a lot of recreation, but that doesn't always recreate us and make us... Um, or put us back into a space of feeling like we we have what we need to keep going on in life. A lot of us are learning right now how to slow down. We're learning about our families. We're learning about relationships with the people that are most important to us. You see, every season has something to teach us. And if we let ourselves stay still in the season then God can teach us what he's trying to teach us in the midst of the difficulty. And when I think about uh, where we are right now, when I think about this season, I think about the ways that we might be able to pray. And I had shared with you that the Psalms are easy ways for us to pray. 
And on this day where we may not be able to go to Mass, and on this day where we may not be able to do the things that we used to do on Sunday, we can certainly let the Psalms teach us. And in the Old Testament, in the book of Psalms, in Psalm 25, I think there's a lot of hope for us there. So your homework for today, you might say your spiritual exercise, is Psalm 25 specifically verses 1 through 6. And I'm not going to read all six verses for you here, but I would encourage you to take some time today to read Psalm 25 verses 1 through 6. But I'd like to read for you now just a few of those verses and then ask God to bless us particularly on this Sabbath. Psalm 25. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. To you, O Lord, I lift up my soul. O my God, in you... I trust. Let me not be put to shame. Let not my enemies exalt over me. Make me know your paths, O Lord. Teach me your paths. Lead me in your truth and teach me. For you are the God of my salvation. For you I wait all the day long. Be mindful of your compassion, O Lord. And in your merciful love, for they have been with me from of old. Heavenly Father, teach us through your Son, through life, and in the midst of where we are now. Teach us about our priorities and teach us about our marriages and teach us about our families and teach us about what's really important. Give us the grace that we need to stay where we are, stay still, so that we might let you teach us all that you desire to teach us in this season of life. And pour forth your blessings upon us today. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.